0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Freckled Foodie and Friends, a podcast focused on making healthy living approachable, hosted by yours truly, Cameron Rogers. Good morning, friends. Happy Friday. It is technically, if you're listening to this while I if I figure out my life and I post this as scheduled right now. I have not been with you guys on Instagram for this week because I am taking some time off, but happy Friday, happy almost long weekend. Um, This episode is a bit different. I'm not technically interviewing anyone, but it will not just be me speaking on here. Um, This also might be a bit of a shorter episode, but basically what you're about to listen to is I have recently found an account. Um, run by two black women, Wendy and Jess. Their account is called Food Heaven. And I started following them, I don't know, maybe like a few weeks or a month ago. And I've really enjoyed their message. And I noticed that they had a podcast and it's part of a production company that I really admire. And I am always trying to diversify the podcasts I listen to. And I started listening to theirs. And an episode of theirs that I listened to, after I finished it, it was one of those... I enjoyed everything they said, and I need to go back and listen to it again. So I've listened to the episode three times in a row, the first time I heard it, Um, and the title of the episode, which is linked in the show notes of this episode, is called Why We're Over It and How to Amplify Black Voices on and Offline. So basically, I'm going to share segments of the episode, and I'm going to kind of also talk throughout it, I think, because... For me, I would love to have them on as guests on the podcast. Um, I reached out to them. I realize, and you'll hear more about this, but I know that they are extremely busy with the content they already had planned. And then with everything going on, there is a massive influx of requests. So I'm hoping to have them on maybe in six months or a year or whenever we're able to make it happen. But I really wanted to share this message with you and all of the Freckled Foodie family. So You'll hear, I think in a segment I'm going to include, they mentioned like, you know, a great way would be to reshare the episode. Unfortunately, we hit some road blocks. Is that the right term? I don't know. I'm not able to share the full episode of theirs, but I am able to include some segments. So I hope you guys find this as educational and informative as I did. Um, it really, for me, hit the nail on the head on a lot of things I've been feeling in regards to the Black Lives Matter movement, specifically on a bit of like the performative allyship, which I struggle with because I realize I share a lot. And I'm trying to find that balance because I'm not sharing everything I'm doing, but I am sharing some of it. And then when I share it, sometimes I'm like, I think, oh my God, is this solely performative? But then I realize my whole life is I share my whole life, and that's just kind of another thing I'm, de- I'm going through and doing right now. And so, of course, I'm going to share it. But anyway, I really enjoyed their input on that. Um, no matter what, I want you to go listen to their full episode. Again, it's linked in the show notes. And if you resonate with it, something I always ask of you guys, and they make it very clear in their episode as well, like help all of us out. Leave them a rate and review. You know, I do that for every podcast I love. If I listen to an episode that really resonates with me, I leave an additional review. Like, there are never enough reviews. Um, I'm going to read the description of the episode that is within their podcast. In the past few days, we've been hit up by countless publications, podcasts, and influencers asking us to be on their platforms and do a podcast interview, host an IG live, or have a conversation on racism. Oftentimes, these requests come with a ridiculously tight turnaround, which feels really inconsiderate. We're human beings, we have lives. Believe it or not, we're actually busy. Also, there's a lot of emotional labor and trauma involved in being vulnerable and sharing our experiences with racism. Plus, we've contributed to countless articles, go to our press page, about inclusivity and social justice before it was trending. We've also done so many podcast episodes on these topics. Check our BLM highlight for some of the most recent episodes. The work is out there. If you have looked at some of the work and still want to collaborate, make an effort to be more mindful about how you reach out and what your asks are. In this week's episode, we go in on why we're frustrated and exhausted, but we also make sure to include some action items of what you, Black, POC, White, can do to amplify Black voices both on and offline. I really struggle reading text on here. I feel like I've messed up a few words. But anyway, that is a description of their episode. Um, I found the entire episode helpful because not only did it give their opinion, but they did include actionable items. I also think that if you are a content creator listening to this episode, it's something we really need to keep in mind as we're all reaching out and trying to talk about this topic with as many people as possible. Like this topic is not, Rachel Rickett says it all the time, this topic is not a moment, it's a movement, it's not going anywhere. So this will always be something that we continue to discuss here on Freckled Foodie and Friends. It's been something we've discussed before, and it's just... It's not ending, you know, the whole, I kind of had an issue with the, like, I'm muted movement because it made it seem almost that, and I'm not saying that this was everyone's intention, um, but it almost made it seem like I'm muted because I'm not sure exactly what to say. And then it's as if racism will be over in a week when I come back and like, hey, I returned to regularly scheduled content and I don't know. For me, it kind of rubbed me the wrong way. I don't think that it was everyone's intention whatsoever. Um, Same thing with the Blackout Tuesday movement that I also had ill and weird, icky feelings towards. But again, I don't think it was ill intended I just think a lot of people are confused right now and they're not sure what to do. And it's easier to follow the masses on a trend and I don't know. I'm not trying to tear anyone down whatsoever. In no way am I doing everything perfectly whatsoever. We're all learning. We're all like everyone, I believe, is hopefully trying to do their best. But I do think we can all take a step back sometimes before we put stuff out there, myself included, 100%, and ask, you know, what how how is this really helping or what is this really doing? And is it actually assisting in the way that I think it is? So... Here is a segment of their episode.
1: I want to talk about the interview requests. Let's talk about that because we've been getting emails, messages left and right about interview requests. Can you hop on the phone tomorrow? Can you do this podcast interview tomorrow? It's really important to be respectful and considerate of people's time. Y'all, we have lives. We have jobs. Right. We have things that we need to do. And what really bothers me is that there is a push to make these interviews happen like now. It's like, can we do it tomorrow? Can we do it this week? And can we do it today. Un- right. The underlying message is let's do it while things are still relevant. Right. And ultimately, this will always be relevant for us. It's been relevant. It will continue to be relevant. And it's disrespectful. It's opportunistic. And it's not like a two minute interview. It's like, do you have a couple hours? (laughs) Do you have a couple (laughs) hours today? You know what I mean? And and. I have friends where it's the same thing. I have a friend who's a muralist and literally, the, I mean, she showed me the email that she got. Can you send me your rates? We're trying to make this mural happen while, you know, things are still. <laughs> and it's like, I mean, literally, oh it's like you have to laugh because at this point, I'm like really trying not to go the F off right now yeah. because it's it's so upsetting. You just really have to laugh at this stuff. Like, don't do that.
2: no. We're human beings, people. Like Wendy said, we have lives. Like we have been talking about this. We've had this podcast since 2015. Like Black lives have always been important to us. And just because like people are just now discovering it and and waking up to that, like that doesn't mean that our lives are on pause to educate you. That makes no sense. One thing that I really appreciate in terms of like white people, and this podcast episode isn't necessarily about like what white people can do. But in terms of if you want to be an ally and be helpful, because I know people have been hitting up like, what can I do? What can I do? What can I do? Which also that's kind of overwhelming, too, because then it puts it back in our court, you know, like, okay, well, let me try to figure out what you could do. And then that's, you know, like. It's almost like an internship or something where, or an employee where they're kind of always asking you what to do versus just taking the initiative and doing it. It it creates more work for you. There has been one person who is a white woman who has been helpful in that, and this is part of the work that I do with Diversified Dietetics on the board. So one of the board members, like we've been getting a ton of same thing, like disrespectful people don't realize it's disrespectful, but disrespectful messages or just things people are doing that they shouldn't be doing or saying, and so she's taking it upon herself to create responses and actually take some of that labor off of us, like the emotional labor of having to respond and handling it. And like, that's, I feel like what is helpful right now to you go talk to white people. You don't put it all on us. You take the initiative and say, Hey, I'm crafting a response. Like I'm going to be the person who goes in and kind of does all this stuff. Like, so that's one thing that can be helpful. And of course it's like to do that, you have already had to have done some work in that you have like, colleagues and friends and allies who you are close to, who you are kind of in somewhat in that inner circle with who they trust you, which if you don't have any of that, then this probably isn't going to work that well for you. But then it's, I don't know, maybe a call to action to, to try a little bit harder to be inclusive and, you know, have these circles.
1: I think that's a great idea because I have so many friends, friends who have nine to five jobs. And, you know, it's like all of this stuff is bubbling to the surface and they have to like now craft these essay emails to respond (laughs) to their racist (laughs) supervisor who like isn't addressing this properly. You know, everything that's going on. So I think that that's a really great practical thing that can be done to just ease the load a little bit. But, you know, Black people are stressed out. Black people are grieving. A lot of these platforms that have been contacting us, they are huge. I mean, huge huge platforms, both on social media and otherwise. Ultimately, though, you're not doing us a favor by inviting us on your platform, on your watch, without considering everything that we have going on. So just think about that, because, you know, I think it's like these platforms really think they're doing something by prioritizing their needs without actually having a conversation about how people are doing. Before you say, "Okay, can you hop on, tomorrow? Can you hop on today? Why don't you check in with people and say, hey, how are you? Maybe offering them the option of deciding when is a good time to collaborate. Maybe we can collaborate when you're in a better space. And that might be in six months. And guess what? In six months, it will still be a great time to talk about all of these things. You know, I think it's like you have to put the ball in their court and see how they want to move forward in the partnership. Let them take the lead on how they see this partnership working for the both of you versus like you prioritizing your platform's needs first.
2: Yeah. The other thing that I find interesting is how quickly, (laughs) because there was the whole like amplify melanated voices, Mm. how quickly people were able to create these like anti-racism messages that blended in perfectly with their like social media aesthetic and feed and I just, I don't know. It just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. It's like, okay, this happened yesterday and now you already have like 20 different assets mm-hmm. <laughs> like in yep. your um, in your theme that are, that are ready to go. Like I'd rather it be something that's like stands out, you know, that it's like, okay, I'm not worried about things fitting in perfectly right now with my aesthetic and creating all this. Like, let me just do like a raw post or whatever. I just found that to be interesting too and kind of off-putting.
1: And also, if you don't know what to post or you're just like you're just not really sure how to go about it, don't post. Okay, because it's like this whole pressure to post and like you thinking that you're really doing something by (laughs) like (laughs) doing a, a black square or whatever. It's like just don't post, you know, gather your thoughts, be still and then come come forward in a genuine way, and I I would appreciate that way more than just like here we go Blackout Tuesday, and it's like a heart emoji as. The- <laughs> the Hashtag. You know what I mean? And it's like, I'm not, I'm not trying to, you know what I mean? I'm not trying to like dismiss anyone who's, you know, whatever, using the emojis and stuff. I'm just saying like, what is the intention and what else are you doing besides this post? And are you just posting this because everyone else is doing it and you feel pressured and you don't want to be looked at
0: in some kind of way? Okay, so I hope that seven minute segment of the episode was educational and informative for you all as much as it was for me. Um, I think it definitely touches on kind of what I was talking about beforehand of the performative aspect, but really like think about why you're sharing things. And I think it's, it's a conversation I'm constantly having with myself. And I know that this probably seems hypocritical to some because I am sharing so much, but you know, I really am sharing what I am learning and trying to amplify the black voices that I'm learning from in hopes of other people also doing the work. Um, So people within the Freckled Foodie community, hopefully also picking up me and white supremacy and doing the 28 day workbook and really learning from it and share what they're learning. And I do think that that's the first step of growth is A, reflecting, B, educating, and then C, putting it into practice. So Please go listen to their full episode. Go listen to their other episodes. Um, Follow them if you want to actively engage with them. They talk about this in the episode, but don't just follow them to follow a black influencer and then not engage because it actually ends up hurting them on the back end. Um, But I have found their voices to be great during this movement, especially in the wellness industry. I hope you guys enjoyed that mini segment of their episode, and I'm very honored that they were willing to let me share it on my platform and to help amplify their voice within the Freckled Foodie community. I hope you guys all have a great weekend, and I am sending you love. Thank you all so much for listening to today's episode of Freckled Foodie and Friends. I thoroughly hope you enjoyed it. If you could be so kind, I would greatly appreciate a rate and or review on whatever platform you use to listen to your podcast. Currently, this one's available on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play. Please subscribe to make sure you're up to date with new episodes coming at you every Friday morning. If once a week isn't enough of me, please follow along on my most active social channel, Instagram. Find me, my unedited videos, recipes, random rants, and info for all my other social channels on there, at Freckled Foodie.